every Green Diva needs a sidekick. At the Green Divas radio show, they're called Green Dudes. Time now for a deeper shade of green from a guy's perspective. It is so wonderful to get to talk to my friend Jeff McIntyre Strasberg. We both go way back, don't we, Jeff? Yes, we do. He is the publisher and founder and editor of Sustainablog, and we go back to the green options days. Wow. Which has been quite a while now, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. And and we're both important media people. Uh, thank you, Scott. So uh, anyway, I'm just really glad we're having a chance to talk because you are doing some interesting – you always do interesting stuff. Let's just put oh, that well, out there. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. But we got chatting um, about this um, – you did a post about this rocket stove, which there's so many issues about. Why don't you just tell us what we're going to talk about? Certainly, yeah. Rocket stoves um, are a clean cooking technology. And, and, you know, when I use the word technology, we're not talking about something particularly whiz-bang. I mean, they're, they're very, very simple. <laughs> right. but, uh, but they address the issue of cooking in the developing world, which probably sounds kind of boring, but, but actually is a, is a huge issue because, yeah. for one, people are often cooking with either wood or charcoal inside, so, so it, it's it's a huge health issue. I mean, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but uh, millions of people get sick with upper respiratory infections and so forth right. every year, and, and and lots and lots of people die yeah. from, from these things. Yeah, I think Additionally, we. It, it, oh, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. I was just going to say it's like one of those things that we take for granted. You know, we we exactly wander into our kitchen, light up the either it's a gas or you know electric s- stove, and just cook. Right. Right, and and uh, whereas in the developing world, it, it's something that takes up a lot of time for people. Um, that's one of the other issues there too. Women, particularly, um, end up spending a lot of time gathering wood. Right, and and as you can then imagine, in lots of places, what has ended up is uh, lots of deforestation. So oh, wood becomes right. harder to find, and and uh, you know, so so. Uh, piece of technology, even simple technology, that, that can make more efficient use of the cooking fuels that are available, it, you know, it is just critical to these folks. And, and, and that, since it burns cleaner, it's healthier, and so forth. So, uh, so again, this, this real simple piece of technology um, meets a number of needs that uh, millions of people around the world have. Right. So it's, it's helping folks. And I think we just don't always have perspective that there are, you know, folks living in circumstances that they don't have electricity, they don't have, you know, uh, you know, plumbing the way that we know it, uh, and they don't have the cooking facilities. Oftentimes, they have open fireplace, you know, open fires in dwellings that are not ventilated properly. People, you know, you know, and uh, I, I just think it, it, yeah. This is really important for us to all to pay attention to. I, for one, don't pay attention to it enough, so I was really glad to see your post and, and get to talk to you about it a bit. Yeah, I'm fascinated by this concept of what's called appropriate technology, which, which is, <laughs> you know, again, looking at, at the notion of okay, what is the, the human and natural environment and, and then what is, is going to serve people in that environment? And, and just as you said, you know, if, if there isn't an electric grid and so forth, um, an electric stove is not appropriate, even though it's, a, you know, in many ways much more efficient than, 
than what these people have. So, uh, so we look at, again, what are the resources that are available to people, and, and what is the technology that, that's going to meet their, their needs. And, so, and so you see lots of creativity, lots of small um, social enterprises that have sprung up to, uh, to, to try and, and meet these needs for people. I love it. I love, and some of the micro uh, loan, you know, micro lending folks that are out there in, in other parts of the world helping you know, right, and crowdfunding has become a, a, really? a way of, of supporting this also. I love it. And, you know, I mean, there's, there's, there's all kinds of uh, economic benefit for some of these, you know, smaller enterprises. It's, it's kind of cool. And, and it's a, yeah, a number of them, what, what they have done, they have gone into these communities and, and um, set up uh, production facilities. Right. Or, or even created ways that there are um, – you know, essentially, people can can invest in, and uh, buy ultimately a franchise. Right, you know? right, um, right. Um, and and so it it doesn't just create you know opportunities for health and environmental benefits, but also economic benefits within these communities. So tell me what this particular stove like. What's it made of, and how does it work? You know, it, it can be made of a number of different materials. The first one I ever saw was made from um, tin cans. Right. And that I do have one of those plans here on um, on, on this particular post. Um, they can be made from fire brick. Um, uh, I've got one that is made from. So the idea is essentially it's a solar oven, right? Well, it's it's not solar. Okay. It, it actually uses it. It does burn wood. Okay. But it, it burns it much much more efficiently. Okay, gotcha. Um, the, the, the main idea, and, and again, I, I'm not a physicist, so I, I can't explain this in too much detail, but, but it, it's got an L-shaped chimney in the stove, uh-huh. and apparently the airflow okay. there makes a real difference in the burning. And, and what happens, you put a few sticks in there that are lit, and, and the way the air flows through, it doesn't just burn the wood itself, but it even burns the gases that are given off from the wood. So right. a lot, what that would come off as smoke in, in a traditional fire um, right a lot of that is, is being burned and then so it burns very hot um and, and again you can literally use a few sticks oh to, nice to okay with one of these so, so you don't have to spend the day gathering wood for for a fire to, to cook a meal so it's a big deal so i know you're going to share this post i think with the green divas which would be really great Definitely. but people or i i would encourage people to go check out jeff's blog uh com, right Dot org. Dot org. See, okay, yeah, I wasn't we, we sure. Still, you know, somebody's got the dot com, and we can't get it away from them. Aw, oh, but you're the Yorg guy. That's right. So you got to go to sustainablog.org. Check out Jeff's site. There's so many interesting things there, and I'm looking forward to having you again soon. I'm, I'm looking forward to it myself. Yeah, this is lots of fun. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Thank you, Meg. Want more information on this Green Dude segment and other ideas for low-stress green living? Go to thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com.